0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this Chargers podcast. I am your host, Fernando Ramirez, joined always by my man, number 41 on the field, number one in your heart, Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo, how are we doing today on this beautiful day?
0: You know what, I'm doing absolutely great, Fernando. The sun's out, guns out. You know, I got to show them off today a little bit. Like you see, I'm ready to roll. Ready to got the pipes out. 92 here in the valley today. You know, sunny, sun's out. Like I said, guns out. Beautiful day. The day to show off the guns. Day to show you still sexy, baby. So, Fernando, I'm doing absolutely
1: legendary. I love it. Lorenzo I, I gotta I gotta issue an apology to you because my mom Uh-oh. says I've been giving you a hard time on on about your golf game and about uh, yes. You, yes. You being on a landline when you got your phone call for the draft and all that <laughs> so I have to issue an apology to you <laughs> I'm sorry uh, so there you go there is, I hope she's happy because there you go I issued it there you go Thanks, she, said, she told me to Thanks, respect mama.
0: i love you mama thank you mama
1: she's like you gotta respect him i was like oh, we're just having fun she's like no 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 be nice and then i just started laughing i was like okay uh, so i, I can
0: well i can't wait to meet your mom in a couple of weeks coming out to your you know your birthday party get a little crazy with you yep. mean gonna part, we're gonna party like it's 1999 so <laughs> mom's making the menudo and the pozole i'm ready to come out and have a good time man can't wait to meet your family And I can't wait to give your mom a big hug and tell her to keep spanking your butt.
1: (laughs) That's going to be awesome. But Lorenzo, obviously draft weekend is now over. And it's funny because um, let's talk Chargers uh, draft. We have to start off with that because, wow, you texted me on on Thursday. And I couldn't answer your phone call because I was busy with a deadline. But you texted me, Chargers got a dog. And I was like, wow, like. They got Rashawn Slater, falls to them in the draft at number 13. We said it, Lorenzo, last week, what did they need? A left tackle. What did they get in that first round? A left tackle. Man, this kid, he seems like he's some—he's truly something else. So, uh, what, what were your thoughts when you saw that the Chargers selected Rashawn Slater?
0: Slater, I love it because, you know, you put a big slab or you get a slate, the big slate, you get the sled. I mean, you could think about Slater and what that discount of that name, you could can- and, you know, drop a couple letters and make anything. Out of that. I mean, this dude is a sled. He is a massive man. He's a earth mover. He's a r- road grinder. And he can dance with the best of them. Take last year, Rookie, think about who was one of the best defensive ends. The Washington football team drafted last year from the Ohio State. Great player. You saw how 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 much success he had. I watched these two battles. You go on that tape, and you watch these two young men go at it, and Slayton gave them everything he can handle against them. He's got good feet. He can move. He can run block. He can pass block. He's not deficient in anything. They got a tackle, and they got a guy that is an earth mover. He can, hand, he can You can hang your hat on him. I believe you got to tackle for the next 10 to 15 years. That's the kind of tackle you got, and the kid is strong. He's powerful, athletic agile, and mobile, but most of all,
1: he's hostile. Yeah, 100%, Lorenzo. And, I mean, it was interesting because Cincinnati ends up passing – on Panay Sewell. I thought if Panay Sewell got drafted by Cincinnati, it was basically over and Rashawn Slater was gonna go right after Panay. And no, they uh Cincinnati passed on him, Miami passed on him, and then uh and then Detroit ends up getting Panay drafting Panay Sewell. And then you're like, okay, now you gotta worry about some of these other teams. They start not taking them. Then the Cowboys trade with the Eagles. This, that's how craziness is right now, Lorenzo, the Eagles and the Cowboys trading in the draft to screw over the Giants because the Giants wanted Devontae Smith and the Eagles ended up trading with the Cowboys to draft him. Crazy stuff. But then when the Cowboys were on the clock, I'm like, you know what? Maybe they want to revamp their offensive line after what happened to Dak Prescott last year. Maybe they want Rashawn Slater to really solidify again their offensive line and have it be one of the tops in the NFL. They end up not going with him, and they he ends up falling to the Chargers. So I just thought it was an incredible move. And first thing he says on ESPN, I'm going to watch your back. That that was his message for Justin Herbert. And I, I truly tip my hat off to Tom Telesco and the Chargers because any other general manager, and I'll tell you like this, Lorenzo, there was one team in the NFL that did not trade at all in the draft, and that was your Chargers. They did not trade at all. They made no trades. They decided to stay patient, and they got their left tackle. In the second round, they stay patient, and they get Asante Samuel Jr. Lorenzo, what did you think about that draft pick?
0: I thought it was interesting, but I think that, like, the pedigree, you got a guy that's, you know, dad played in the league. Look at what you're trying to solidify. It fits a need. I'm telling you right now, in in my opinion, you know, get through this draft and think about – where the Chargers talk about grades, I think you know we'll be surprised. Uh, a lot of fans might not uh, believe this, but I, I I I don't think for this team, I don't think they could have got a better player or better for that position that they needed. When you look at the Chargers, it was specifically they went after a need, and it wasn't a there was it was definitely a not a want. See, people want I got a one million dollars, I want this, I want all these. Those those are all wants, but what do we need? We need food, we need water, we need love. You know what I'm saying? Those are the necessities to what we need and not what we want. The Cincinnati Bengals went to what they wanted, receiver. They went with the want instead of the need. They didn't think about what the need is when you got a guy, Joe Burrows, arguably one of the better young quarterbacks who's already been injured, you didn't go with the need. I thought a lot of teams made a bad mistake. When you build and you're building a football team, you build in the trenches. You know that. I know that. And that's been every every since football started. You win and lose games in the trenches. And you got to see that in the Super Bowl. We said, oh, no, you got to see Mahomes, one of the best offensive players' weapons that the league has ever seen. And what happened in the trenches? His offensive line got their butts whipped and he ran for his life and he couldn't become the guy everyone knows who he is and how explosive it because they lost in the trenches. The Chargers said, we're not going to make that step mistake. They went out, made it happen. And then they go, Samuels. So they say, "Let's go get a defensive player. Now let's go try to help on the defensive side. But let's address what we need and what we want and what we gotta have if we're gonna be successful." And they wanted a build block player.
1: One hundred percent, Lorenzo. And I mean, let's let, let's put a pause right there, and we'll jump back into the action. Lorenzo, did did you end up making a bet this weekend on the Kentucky Derby? Because man, twelve to one odds, and I heard people made bank. Did you did you end up going anywhere and make make placing a couple bets?
0: Bang, bang, charger gang! I looked at this place, place called Bet Online, baby. I knew they had it. I knew they like it, and they love it, and they want some more of it. I like it, baby. It's a dandy, baby. That's why right. Bet Online, baby. It's a dandy, Fernando. Bet Online today, man, because they got you covered. If you want sports, you want entertainment. You bet, it, brother. You bet, it, Fernando. And Bet Online. Uh, that I go and
1: it makes the big fella big. Exactly, Lorenzo. And I mean, Bet Online, like you said, it, they even cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Bet Online has hundreds of props with real time mods and almost anything you can imagine. NBA playoffs are right around the corner. There's some, there some good action starting up. So definitely head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Yeah, no, definitely some uh, some bets out there. But Lorenzo, before – and it's funny that you mentioned Asante Samuel, Jr. He told us that there's no way that there's ten, uh, eight, seven cornerbacks better than him. He's like, I shouldn't have dropped in this draft. He's like, I should have been one of the top corner selected. I wasn't selected because of my height. He thinks that because of his height, a lot of – he's 5'10", like his father was. He's like, but I'm going to make them pay, and I'm going to show them real quick. I was like, dang, okay, this kid's coming in with a chip on his shoulder.
0: Oh, without a doubt, he's coming in. Samuels coming in with a chip on his shoulder. Here's the guy that people thought could have been a top 10, top 15 picks, slides to the second round. You have a guy that, without a doubt, is going to walk in there and say, look, I'm a first-round talent. I'm I'm the first best corner in this particular draft. I'm coming here and coming in and compete. And that's the thing about it. A hungry dog hunts best. I like young men that feel like they got slighted. I like young men that says, you know what? You did me wrong. And I'll tell you what. I'm going to make you pay for doing me what you did to me. I'm going to make you pay, and I'm going to make you pay big time. And I make you pay on the field. I like what the Chargers did. I like this kid because you got a guy that is frustrated, a guy that feels that he's been wrong, so you got a guy that's going to be motivated, that's going to be working. He's going to be with his father, probably. He's going to be with all the trainers. He's going to get his—he's going to get his personal trainer. And this guy is out to make the league pay. So I think it's great. It's great for the Chargers that he slipped, and it's not as great for everybody else because this guy's going to play it. He's going to play
1: hard. One hundred percent, Lorenzo. And it's funny because. Tom Telesco said after, he's like, yeah, I had to draft him. He's like, I remember his dad used to kick our butt when I was with the Colts, and he really did. Asante Samuel Sr. always made play happen, or plays happen no matter what. Two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time All-Pro, four-time Pro Bowler. But, Lorenzo, there was something that you said to me that stuck with me last week when we were talking about needs. You said the Chargers need to fix their special teams. If they become a top 10 special teams, they will become a playoff team. And that's what it feels like they did. And that From the third round on, it seemed like they got dogs that are willing to play special teams and they're going to put their heads down and make plays. Every one of those players, whether it was a linebacker, a tight end, a running back, they all said we have played special teams in the past and we're willing to do it to make a uh, to make a, a name for ourselves and to make the roster. So now Tom Telesco really went out and he got guys that can contribute at their positions, but then guys that can contribute at on special teams. So, Lorenzo, what were your thoughts when you started noticing that they were going after uh, special teams players? Uh,
0: I think that they listened. I think they listened to you on our show, the Believe Show, <laughs> with me, Fernando, and your, your board, yours truly, O'Neal. So the Chargers, they listened. The Lesko and those guys understood the importance of, hey, special teams. told you last week, I said offense counts to a third, defense counts as a third, and special teams counts as a third. You went out and you look at all these guys, they went out and drafted. None of them, they were all elated, especially those particular guys. Look at Sam, look at, it. a at Samuels. He gets drafted. He's just upset. Mad because he knows he's a dog he knows he should be a starter he thought he should have been drafted a lot earlier so what was he grateful that he's in the league absolutely but you can see he was pissed go look at the other guys it's like you're talking about the guys that got drafted after that they went out and got not necessarily great players they went out and got those guys that have toughness they have a grit about them they have a, you know played special teams they went out and got guys that are just so happy that they got drafted is where they got drafted. They were surprised because they knew now that the Chargers are saying, "You know what? We're, we we want to make a move, and the move that we're going to make, it's going to be special teams. And those guys know their job. What they what they signed up for."
1: Yeah, know definitely Lorenzo, and it feels like the future is bright for the Chargers. I think you know what? I think we need to hook up the Chargers with some uh, with some. I don't know. Uh, you know what? Let's let's. Circle. Let's hit him up with some Canaan sunglasses. What do you think about that, Lorenzo?
0: I was I was waiting for you to mention Canaan's, baby. Canaan's, baby. That's right. Kanan, those Canaan glasses are absolutely amazing. I went out to my golf, uh, golf tournament in Tampa, Florida. I had me a pair on. Everyone was like, Those are so smooth. And I had them on my bag, had them on the golf cart, took off on the golf cart because, you know, we were partaking in a little bit of that festivities, a little bit of that devil water. And I'll tell you, took off, got the glass flip on there. And you know what? They on the grounds, They thought they were all scratched up. No, baby. I picked them up because how they made you tell us about the manufacturing of these things because I was surprised, bro. No scratches. No bumps. And bruises. I love these glasses
1: yeah no definitely and I mean I'm one of those people that like I'll put them in my back pocket they'll fall out when I grab my wallet or something and I, I just completely mess it up but Kane and sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity they're made with Japanese Japanese optics that make their lenses clear lighter stronger and not as strong as Lorenzo Neo, but hey no- nothing can be as strong as that and Italian handcraft frames that are impossible to scratch Use the exclusive uh, exclusive code KANANCAST15 at KANAN.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-15. KANAN, clearly better.
0: That's right, baby. When you're going through that read and you're talking about stronger, faster, I'm thinking about the $6 million man. You got to watch that show. I know it's way before your time, but listen, baby. When you get a chance, Fernando, you go on a binge and you say, go on a binge and say, Lolo told me to watch the $6 million man. I want you to go and remember when you heard that line. You're like, yeah, we got to make the guys first $6 million man. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel I'm Steve a- Austin, you got me fired up right now talking about stronger, faster. I'm thinking about the $6 million man. You got to watch it. You got to watch it, Fernando.
1: All right. I def- I'll put it on my list. I definitely now need to watch it because – if not uncle Lowe's not going to be happy with me so i definitely need to go out there and watch it uh lorenzo let's shift now to obviously the charge had a great draft a lot of people gave them a's which i think truly was tom telesco's best draft as a general manager of the team i really thought he fit he grabbed all the needs one two he didn't go out there and get guys that you're just like who who is this he went out and got ballers so definitely uh kudos to tom telesco but now let's shift over to green bay wisconsin Lorenzo, right before the draft, we had breaking news. Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. Lorenzo, what do you make of everything going on in Green Bay and with Aaron Rodgers?
0: I'll tell you what, the Green Bay Packers, oh boy, oh my goodness, my neck, no, my neck and my back. This was one of those, this was one of those, oh my God moments, Fernando, when you heard coming out of Green Bay right before the draft, a couple hours before, that's right. This guy wants to be moved or wanted to be traded. They just screwed up everyone's draft board. You think about Aaron Rodgers. You put Aaron Rodgers on five or six teams, they're instant playoff teams. You think about the way that he can control the clock, the way he controls the ball, the things that he brings to the table. It was crazy. Even the San Francisco 49ers picked up the phone and said, hey, I got to see if this is rumor. See, because they say every B that ever was was partly sting and partly buzz. The Niners wanted to know how much was buzz and how much was sting. And I tell you, the majority of it was sting because what I heard they were offered was a king's ransom. That's right, they wanted four first-round draft picks for Aaron Rodgers. I know A Rod's a bad man. I know he's tough. He's awesome, but man, four first-round picks—I just didn't see how that could happen. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, though. It's crazy that Green Bay would allow this guy to be this disgruntled and would put him in that situation, not drafting a receiver last year and grabbing his predecessor. And then this year, after it's all said and done, they still said, I'm not going to get you any help. After he said he doesn't want to be here. And now what does Aaron Rodgers come out and say? He said he will not play in Green Bay unless the GM is gone. And I'm going to tell you right now, I really believe, that Aaron Rodgers is telling you the truth. He will not be in Green Bay unless the GM is either the GM or Aaron Rodgers. So where is Green Bay? What is this organization going to do from the top to the bottom? Because I'm going to tell you right now, Aaron Rodgers, he has spoken. Aaron Rodgers is not going to back down his word. Aaron Rodgers will not be a Green Bay backer. Aaron Rodgers will better off retiring because he is not going to play there unless that GM is fired. And he said it, and that settles it
1: yeah no definitely it it was a weird i don't know if he got maybe he got offered the jeopardy job and he told green bay and green bay's like no because aaron has to record 48 days out of the year i heard i i heard on the pat mcafee show that he basically said oh well what would happen is i would go record in march a couple of shows and then maybe during the season i would have to go record a couple of more he's like i'd go on a tuesday on my day off fly down to la Record the shows and then head back to Green Bay. Man, honestly, like I, I I've loved the guy on Jeopardy. I've I, I think he's interesting. I think it's awesome that he's trying to find a different route when football's over to a new job. I mean, hell, if he gets the Jeopardy job, congratulations. I just think that he's he might be putting too much on his plate if that does happen because if they start losing, you know what they're going to blame. They're going to blame, oh, he's distracted. He's going down to jeopardy. They're not going to blame the general manager. They're not going to blame the team. They blame the quarterback, which, I mean, honestly, the, the general manager last year came out a couple of days ago. I think this is just Green Bay throwing it out there. And they gave it to a journalist but hey i don't know they said that they were trying to trade up for justin jefferson but that minnesota beat him to it and all this stuff so there's a lot of he said he said uh kind of stuff so i i think it's really interesting but i'll tell you one thing low you're 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 uh you're your number one fan my little brother my little brother you know him you've talked to him a couple of times man he i'm was, the guy. he was so nervous when he heard Oh, Aaron Rodgers wants to go to the Broncos. He's like, why? And starts like, takes off his hat, starts getting all nervous. And I'm like, what's the matter? He's like, I, I can't have him there. I can't have him. He's like, no, this is my time. Like my Chargers are about to start. They're making their way back into this. It's them against Patrick Holmes. I don't need a third, uh, uh, another dragon in there trying to take me down. He's like, I need Aaron Rodgers far away from my division. Then the next day it comes out Aaron Rodgers is interested in the Raiders. He's like, oh my God. He's like, no, no, leave the AFC West alone. I'm like, well, dude, Denver is only a quarterback away from me. he's like, shut up, don't say anything. I'm like, okay. Hey,
0: your brother's a smart man, though, Fernando. I'm telling you right now, you don't want the elephant in the
1: room. And you yeah, can no. say, oh,
0: he can't he can't do that. Oh, well, if he went to those teams, it wouldn't help him. Oh yeah. Denver wouldn't help Denver. Oh, the Raiders are not good enough. It wouldn't help them. Oh, yeah. Guess what? There's a guy by the name who won the Super Bowl, Tommy Brady. He went to a team that won a team. and that's the chart. Look with, with, with Tampa Bay, and look what they were able to do because that guy walked into the room. He instantly, they won a Super Bowl because one guy, one man, yeah. walked in there with the desire and determination. I'm telling you right now, Fernando, your brother's right. If he goes – if he goes – if he went to Denver with the defense and what with, what that is able to do, when you think about McDonald being the defensive line coach, you think about who, Fangio, the head coach, who's a D.C., who knows all the – I'm telling you right now, Greenfield instantly, the Denver Broncos, I would be, think, would be favored or second to win that division. That's right, even over Kansas City, because they match up good against them anyway. It's always a tough game. I'm telling you, you had Aaron Rodgers in the, in the equation – If he goes, there are the Raiders, both those teams, I ain't saying they win the Super Bowl, but either team that he goes to, if it's the Raiders or Denver, I'll make a bet right now, brother. Both those teams, whatever team he decides, they will be in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I ain't making making no bets with you, especially because I know that Aaron Rodgers would change the the (laughs) dynamic of their franchise. And, I mean, we saw what happened with Peyton Manning a couple of years ago. Peyton Manning goes to Denver he ends up changing their fortunes. I mean, they had Kyle Lorton, Jake Plummer, Jake Cutler, Tim, uh, Tim Tebow. He had all those guys, and, or Denver had all those guys, and they just couldn't do anything. Peyton Manning comes in there and changes the life and the culture in the Denver Broncos organization. You saw there was a switch that flipped. I mean, their defense was a no-fly zone. Their offense was scoring points like they were a juggernaut at some point. It's funny, you know, going back to that Peyton Manning era, it was incredible that Peyton Manning didn't win a Super Bowl when his his offense was the most high-powered offense out there in the NFL, but they won it when he was kind of at the end of his career. His arm was kind of shot a little bit. It was just interesting to kinda see that. Kind of shot.
0: Kind of shot. His last year, the year that they didn't win a Super Bowl, he threw for 48 touchdowns. He was yeah. unbelievable. His first year in Denver, the dude rewrote the record books. It was unbelievable what they were able to do. That last year in Denver, they won a Super Bowl in spite of Peyton Manning. They won the yeah. Super Bowl because of that defense. But here's the thing. Peyton Manning kept him mad. He didn't turn the ball over. He got rid of the ball out. He couldn't throw. The ball was fluttered. Peyton Manning still, because it was Peyton Manning, he got that team to win. And you're absolutely right. It goes to show you, when you get a veteran and a leader and a winner, the type of guy in a locker room, Look
1: what he can do for your organization. 100%. I've heard disrespect before. They're like, oh, well, if Brock Osweiler would have been the quarterback, they still wouldn't won the Super Bowl. Uh Uh-uh. They weren't winning that. Hell, they were losing to the the terrible Chargers at halftime, and they were about to lose the first seed. If it wasn't for Peyton Manning coming in in the second half and leading Denver to that uh, victory, the Broncos aren't the first seed, and they don't make it all the way to the Super Bowl. But that's neither here nor there. But uh, it's funny, Lorenzo, because mentioning my brother, he got scarred by uh, by Peyton Manning. My brother was there for the first Chargers-Broncos game where Den- where he was the quarterback. Charger up 24-0 at halftime, and the Broncos com- uh, come storming back and end up beating them, I think, 35-27 to or something like that. Or I can't remember what the score was at the end. Philip Rivers throws three or four interceptions in the second half, and it was just terrible. And ever since then, he's like oh my God, I'm I, I'm scarred by Peyton Manning and, and the ghost of Peyton Manning of what he's done to us. He's like, Patrick Mahomes has our number. Uh, he's like, the Raiders, I mean, yeah, they might not be that good, but John Gruden still has beat beat us twice last year so definitely i mean like like we've said the charge had a great draft now you have to go out there and perform on the field you're gonna get a derwin james back your offensive line is now revamped your offensive line is now i think the charge have one of the best offensive lines that they've had probably in the last decade if not more just because uh i mean like i said last show when marcus mcneil went down that was basically the end of the chargers era as a good offensive line because i remember when you got there Till about uh, 2010, when they last made the playoffs as or they last won the division, their offensive line was one of the best in the NFL. Now you're kind of bringing them back. Now you have a young quarterback in Justin Herbert. You have the weapons. You you're starting to make that defense into a better defense. The defense is good, but it's still not where I think it needs to be. But hey, you're getting Derwin James back. You're getting Asante Samuel Jr. You're getting some playmakers, Joey Bosa. Obviously, he's on the team, Kenneth Murray. So definitely the Chargers are are, are on the way up. And I mean, right now it feels, and like we said, anything can happen if if they end up trading for Aaron Rodgers. But as of right now, it is the Chargers versus the Chiefs, in my opinion, in that division. I don't know what you think, but that's just how I see see Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. And you know what, Lorenzo, I see those two games being primetime games this upcoming season. No matter what, I think Chiefs and Chargers will be primetime games. Sunday night football, Monday night football, whatever you want, I think those two games are prime time.
0: I'm all the way up. Absolutely. And you know what, Fernando, I'm all the way up as well because you're absolutely right. You have two quarterbacks that are going to be two phenoms, two preacher quarterbacks that look like one is already having a Hall of Fame career, and we don't know if the other one in Justin Herbert showing that he has glasses, this guy could be another quarterback that lasts for the Charter for another decade or so. So no question. What is this league ran by? It's the quarterback, and I'm all the way up throwing the ball downfield. All they do, see. You want to see Justin Herbert and freaking Mahomes down the middle, throw the ball down the middle. So I'm fired up. I'm rhyming. I'm styming. I'm feeling good today, Fernando. I'm feeling it because I'm excited because now we know some of these rosters are set, and I like some of the moves that these guys are doing. And how could we lose with the moves that the Chargers uses and
1: use? I love it, Lorenzo. I love your energy today. I'm going to leave – this is the last thing we're going to talk about real quick. The Chargers ended up going – the Charger players ended up doing uh, – uh, and for folks out there, check this out. On uh, my rec- Chargers receiver Mike Williams ended up scheduling a paintball uh, game between the players. Half of the players on one team, half of the players on the other. Uh, check it out on his uh, YouTube page. But, uh, Lorenzo, did you guys ever do anything fun like that? Like going out pay- – obviously not paintballing, but, I mean, obviously – did, did you guys ever do anything fun as a team like go out and do certain activities or something like that off yeah. of the clock
0: yeah we would do it the, the rookie dinner was always neat where guys come in and everyone comes to dinner and get to know each other you know everyone would have a meeting at the office where you know after practice maybe on a Tuesday after a Monday got done with, after we worked out guys come in on a, you know on a Thursday just go everyone comes meet after, after practice and just for an hour and a half, maybe grab a beer or soda pop, whatever they want, and just sit and talk. And we just have those meetings with those guys. But paintball would have been so much more funner, a lot more funner, probably a lot less calories would have been probably, Let's hangover. You know, some of these meetings got deep and philosophical because it was always good, though. You know, a group of guys go and, go and sit and talk about the team, what we're doing, what you think. And just that bond, because it's so good to be able. You always usually have practices about, hey, do you know this play, you know that. But when you leave there and get to know the men, go over, go hang out at a local bar or just a local watering hole. You don't have to have alcohol, but just talk. Get to know who these guys family, what made them go, what are they used to. you will be surprised how many things guys have in common. Black, white, brown, it doesn't matter. So I think these moments, these paintball moments, these dinners, all these things can be very, very good for the team. Chemistry of the team, getting to know different guys, do, and stretching yourself to know different guys outside your comfort zone to understand who that person is. Because once you know that individual and knows what make that person tick and talk, all those things, and he knows what you want and what you like, that's the beginning of a building the foundation. That's the beginning of winning a championship. Because now you understand, and now you can not only understand but respect people's boundaries, their lifestyle, and who they are
1: as individuals. One hundred percent, Lorenzo. And we're gonna, we're, you know what, Lorenzo? That's where we're gonna end on a high that's note. It that, that one, baby. Rick Flair, I don't even think Ric Flair could match that energy right there. But definitely, I think that's where we're going to leave it. Lorenzo, you got you got any a- anything else you want to get off your chest? I know you're hyped. Anything I'm, else hyped you wanna... today.
0: I'm hyped today, Fernando, but I'm going to tell you right now, all you listeners, guess what? The big fella's coming down to San Diego because me and Fernando's going to get crazy, crazy, crazy in a couple weeks. It's his birthday, and I'm going to party like a rock star. It's <laughs> your birthday. You can cry if you want to.
1: <laughs> i love it lorenzo well, we appreciate you guys joining us another uh, fun exciting crazy episode uh with me and, and, and uncle your uncle lo obviously out uncle there lo, baby. <laughs> so definitely check us out um, we'll have some more stuff later this week we're excited thank you guys for joining us and have a great rest of your day
0: thank you for listening to believe